Thanks for joining another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Brett and I accidentally got serious during an episode uh, that we recorded about the movie Hairspray for our Patreon special bonus episodes. This is a bit more of a serious chat about acting uh, and genres and awards that got a little off track, so we took it out of the Hairspray episode, and you guys get it as a special bonus episode today, so enjoy. Two Drink Cinema! Cheers. I feel like the Oscars is flawed in that a comedy or a mainstream action movie is never going to be nominated. Well, they are. But, like, there are lots and lots of ones outside the drama genre Mm. that could have been recognised by the Academy a lot more. I feel like if you're going to release a comedy or a musical, your only hope is Golden Globes. You're not releasing a comedy or a musical thinking I'm going to win Oscar for this. No. You're thinking I'm going to win a BAFTA, like Bradley Cooper, or a... Golden Globe. Mm. You're not... It's flawed, but it's not flawed. Because it can't be flawed. Like, because my thing with the Oscars is there's no such thing as an Oscar snub. Yes. Because it's a group of people voting on what they think. Yeah, it's not an organisation going, no, we don't like hairspray. Yeah. 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 But I think that the prestige of the Oscars... Oh, yeah. Takes away from the ability for someone to go, well, I really think Hairspray as a musical, comedy musical, was great. Yes. You think you, if you've got other things to choose from, what won in 2007? No Country for Old Men. Like, you know, you could say that Michelle Pfeiffer's representation of her character Mm. is as good as the acting in No Country for Old Men. But No Country for Old Men is not a comedy musical. No. And so people go, oh, his acting was great. Yeah. I think comedy acting and action acting is underrated by acting people. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. I think it's like it's very rare that a comedy or an action movie um, or even a musical really. Yeah gets nominated and actually, like, he's even in with a chance. Like, if you think of, like, a few years ago, if you think of, like, comedy performances, like, Melissa McCarthy got nominated for an Oscar for Bridesmaids. Yeah. But then nobody was sitting there going, like, she's going to win. No. Even though she's hilarious in that movie and she's amazing. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, that's fun. Oh, she's feeling the numbers. That's great. Yeah. But And it's just, I, I yeah, I don't think... I agree with you in terms of there's not an Oscars snub because it's people. I think, but, but I the think people who are voting have their own. There's definitely like an Oscars style of movie. But but I also think in general, within and outside of the industry, there's not the same recognition for comedic acting performances as there are for dramatic. No, like not, only when it's separated by. Drama or comedy. Yeah. When the Golden Globes has a category for comedy slash musical, yeah. do you get a best actor comedy? Yeah. And it's like if you were doing it even with the Emmys and you were going best actor in a TV series and you were putting um, like 
Breaking Bad up against Modern Family. Yeah. They're always yeah. going to go, oh, Breaking Bad's amazing. Well, that's maybe not a great comparison. Yes. But if you're putting, you know, Law and Order up against Frasier. Seinfeld or yeah, Frasier. Yeah, yeah. Like, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is an incredibly gifted actress. Yeah. She just chose to do 22-minute sitcoms, not 44-minute dramas. Yes. If she Like, she could have. That's why sometimes it annoys me when people go... We're getting a bit off topic. When people right. go, like, a comedy actor does a dramatic role. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I can't believe Bill Murray was really good in that. Like, oh, it's Rob, still acting. Robin Williams in Dead Poets Society. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, he acted in Flubber as well. Yeah. Not the best example of the best movie that he's yes. done. But, like, yeah. his acting in Flubber. He's still acting. He's not just walking up and saying lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, but then even, like, action-wise, Bruce Willis in Die Hard as an acting performance is very good. Yeah. His character work as John McClane is good. Yeah. And you know what character, you know what movie I watched and I thought actressing, acting was very good. Actressing. But because of the role and the way the movie was, she would never get nominated for anything, Mm -hmm. is Zoe Saldana in Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, very well acted, but because I reckon it's something because you're watching it and you don't see her. Yep. So you, you don't see the full... It's not acting. Zoe Zaldana. It's the yeah. motion capture. Yeah. And you don't see the full body movement. Well, you see the body movement because of the way it's made. But like no, the whole well, facial Along those kind of thing. same lines, if you talk about actors that have breadth, and we talk about that when we talk about Robin Williams, Patch Adams, Aladdin, uh, Insomnia. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, yeah. Dead Poets Society, mm-hmm. stand-up comedian, Andy Serkis... Like, oh, ridiculous. Like, he plays a normal guy in Black Panther yeah. who's a baddie. But then he also plays Gollum. He plays a, an, an ape yeah. in Planet of the Apes, yeah. the new one. And But there was one movie I saw him in as, a, as an actual, like, as a human. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like, this is amazing, thinking like, oh, he can actually act. But then you think, it's like, oh, but he's been acting just with, you know, yeah. in a you just don't lycra see onesie with dots on him. But, like... I've seen sketch like when Andy Circus gets interviewed on things like Jimmy Fallon, mm. and they're like, "Can you say these lines in Gollum's voice?" Yeah, and he just goes straight into that voice, and like even without seeing Gollum, you're just like, "Oh my god, that's so creepy! That's so yeah. Gollum!" Yeah, like it's and like when you see voiceover, like animated voiceover people, like yeah. the cast of The Simpsons and like Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Just be their real thing, and they say they put the voice on. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm so creeped out. Yeah, this is like so creepy to me. Seeing, I'm just like, you're seeing Seth MacFarlane yeah, sound, sound like, like Stewie. Stewie, and it's just like, and the way that, but then even when I watch, just go bang. Yeah, like uh, there was one that I see heaps when Seth MacFarlane was on, um, what's his name, the UK Graham guy, Norton. Graham Norton. Yeah. And he, j- he has a conversation with himself. Yes. It's out of control. Yeah. But then when I watched A Million Ways to Die in the West, Him I'm like... Being a normal... It's like, this is Brian and Charlize yeah. Theron in the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's also also just watching Too Much Family Guy has ruined Mila Kunis for me. So... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's like... 
she she is obviously a very good actor. Should be Oscar nominated for Black Swan. Because, well, even if you take Black Swan out of it, she voice acts Meg, who is the total opposite of her character in that 70s show. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's so underrated. The only kind of... They win Golden Globes and they might win Emmys, but then generally speaking as rating them as an actor, they miss out on a lot. I feel like those people. Yeah, it's almost now like if you choose or you want to be a comedy actor, yep. it's like, well, you're never going to win an Oscar. Yeah, you're just going to be a comedy actor. You're just going to be... Like, yeah, really? Just, yeah. Mel- Melissa McCarthy is not doing comedy in Nine Perfect Strangers. No. But she's still going to forever be that comedy fat, actor. funny one from Bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah. Which is... A shame. And there are very few actors that can bridge that gap and cross over. Well, it's even in comedy series where you have serious moments in comedy series. Yeah. The same yep. actor playing the same character is still having the same, still acting just as well as doing this stupid comedy bit yep. as doing this serious yep. drama bit, Somebody Died. Yep. But also comedy actors across various programs do a breadth of characters. Like back to Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She's done Elaine, The New Adventures of Old Christine, and Veep. Yeah. And she's won Emmys for Veep. For all of them. For all of them. Yeah. And then she won the Mark Twain comedy prize and if you haven't listened to uh, it listeners, yeah, it's so go and f- go and find the her speech when she accepts that she goes i was very excited to come here and accept this award <laughs> and i was very saddened to hear of mark twain's passing <laughs> and then she goes like um my condolences to the whole twain family especially shania <laughs> <laughs> but so then Continuing talking about acting, I'm going to make this a separate episode. <laughs> like, I watched Val, his own documentary, yes, right? Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Okay. He was the youngest person to ever be accepted to Juilliard. Okay. And then well. he does Batman Forever. Yes. Like, his, sometimes it's a choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, he said the the Hollywood came calling and he took a couple of things and then... He had an unfortunate thing where his father fucked him over with money. Yep. So he had to keep taking money roles. Yeah. He didn't really want to do Top Gun. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But then he'd seen Batman and Batman Returns, and mm. then his agent called him and said, they want you to be the next Batman. And he just went, yep. Oh, yeah. He did thinking, it. Thinking Tim Burton's going to direct me in yeah, the next yeah. Batman. He did it without reading the script. Problem number one. Yeah. And so... Like, but if you look at his career, if you don't just think Iceman and Batman mm. for Val Kilmer, an incredible career, and he ended his, potentially ended his acting career because unfortunately he got the throat cancer and his voice is gone. He was doing a one-man show playing Mark Twain to sold-out oh, wow. theatres. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he was about to... Take it to Broadway, a one-man mm. show playing Mark Twain on Broadway. Like, yeah, that's he, a Tony. That's, that's more than Batman. 
Yes. Like, that's an actual actor. Yeah. But Val Kilmer, unfortunately, is going to be remembered to be the second worst Batman. Um, the problem that Hollywood has, and then not just Hollywood, the people that make the movies, yes. but then Hollywood, the people that watch the movies and critique the movies, yes. is that it's almost like once you start your career and then you, you're put in a box. Yep. Like yep. You're, you're Bill Murray doing stupid comedies, you're Val Kilmer doing not great action movies, yeah, yeah. you're whatever, to the point where it's just like, I'm also very sceptical because now there's... The new trailer for Spencer has come out, which is Christian Stewart playing Princess Diana. Yes. And apparently it was at the Venice Film Festival and she got some like five minutes standing ovation for it. But you've seen her in Twilight but, and Charlie's so Angels. Like everybody's talking that she's amazing and potentially could win an Oscar for it. And I'm just like, no, it's like... I can't picture yep. this because yep. it's this chick that actually can't act and move her face. But that, like, but then, like, you also think her role in Twilight isn't an, an it's out not an there acting. role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you think, like, she was in Panic Room with Jodie Foster. Yeah, when she, and if yeah. you watch that, she acts in that. That's an out there, that's a, you know, panicked, mm. scary movie, which takes a lot. As an actor. And it's just... Like, I can't watch Jesse Eisenberg because all I see is the awkwardness of the social media one. Social network, yeah. The social network. Yeah. I got one word wrong. Fuck. You got the social media one. <laughs> the social yeah. media... No. Um, and so that's why I find it hard to watch him as Lex Luthor because I'm mm. like, this is Mark Zuckerberg playing Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, and it takes a very... Ballsy actor, but also a very ballsy producer and director to go, yes, I'm going to cast the guy that was Patch Adams to be this creepy photo developer who ends up stalking his customers. Yes. You know, like, and obviously, like, that wasn't Robin Williams' first non-comedic thing. Like, he'd done Dead Poets, but it's like, but But also it's very, like, like, it's a lot, he's done dramatic stuff. But creepy but stuff is different. Like dramatic goodwill hunting is different from dramatic creepy insomnia one hour photo. Yeah. But it's also like I'm going to cast the guy that was Mork and Mindy to be yeah. the most inspirational in, in English teacher in film. Yeah. Like it's it's a lot to do that. And one thing Val Kilmer did a lot of was made his own audition tapes. Like, so he tried to short-circuit the system. When he found out that Kubrick was doing... Eyes Wide Shut, maybe? Full Metal Jacket. Oh, right. He made his own audition tapes of a number of military-type characters. Okay. And then flew to London to hand-deliver them to him. Oh, okay. Because he was like, I've just been that guy in that weird spy comedy movie. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be considered for Full Metal Jacket, but I know I can act the shit out of it. Yeah. He didn't get it. Um, But, yeah, it's an incredibly hard thing to view. But then you do think as an audience member, like if Phil Dunphy rocked up all of a sudden to be a lead in a drama series, 
yeah. and be like, oh, that's going to take a bit of getting used to. But then again, I've watched three seasons of Breaking Bad, which is the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Exactly. Like, the, that's the biggest mindfuck. Yeah. And then also I was thinking there was a joke, like Katie Segal, yeah. who was um, Peg Bundy in Married with yeah. Children, then was... Futurama. Futurama. And then whatever her name is in Sons of Anarchy. Yes. Yes. And um, she got nominated a shitload for awards a little bit for Married with Children for comedy awards. Yeah. And then I think it was the Golden Globes or something... And she won for Sons of Anarchy. And then she got up there and gave the award and said, oh, maybe I should have done drama all these years. I maybe would have won more of these or something. So it's, I think it's like, you, it's like, it's just different acting, but the act, like drama acting for whatever reason seems more like harder to do. And, and I think that comes from... The theatre. The theatre. The theatre. Yeah. Because the ones that are big in the theatres are the mm. dramas. You yeah, know, like plays. You want, you want to do Lady Macbeth. Yeah, yeah. You it's don't want to play. You don't. If you go like, oh, I want to be this actor, actress as a role, you go, oh, I want to be Lady Macbeth. You don't want to be Titania, the Queen of the Fairies from Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. You want to be Lady Macbeth. Mm. You know, or you want to be, as Val Kilmer said in his thing, uh, he wants to be Hamlet. Yeah. He doesn't want to be Oberon to make the pair with Titania from yeah, yeah, Midsummer yeah. Night's Dream. I was Oberon, by the way. Yeah, we know. Um, and so, like, I think it comes from a bit from that, is that the drama plays, there's a lot more drama plays than comedy plays. Yeah, but I don't. I can't really think of like a comedy play, other than Shakespeare. Well, yeah, Shakespeare. But Shakespeare wrote both. Yes, comedy, uh, tragedy, and history. Um, but like, what are you? What's a Shakespeare comedy? Midsummer Night's Dream. Much as ado. you like it. Much, much ado about nothing. Like, if you in the same year have a movie of Hamlet. Yeah. And much to do about nothing. Yeah. It'll go to Hamlet. Yeah. Probably it has in the past. So it's like. Even though both are written by one of the best playwrights ever. And his crew that wrote for him. Yeah. Yeah. And they're both, they both have major roles. Yes. And they're both like not easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, the taming of the shrew. Is ten things I hate about you, mm. and no one's going. Oh, Heath Ledger, what a great acting performance in Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, but like, yes, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. he was that character. Yeah, but they go, oh, put some makeup on and kill a few people. Oh, mm. Heath Ledger, do the Joker. He was yeah. very good. He was very good. He was okay. very good. <laughs> Before it's you not jump like on me, anyone. Um, <laughs> no, but it's like. It's the thing before about like you get you start your career and you're in you're in this box. Yep. It's not like Christians Christian Stewart's in a Twilight box. Yeah, and that's and even if even if this thing of her playing Princess Diana is the greatest acting performance ever. Yep. yep. She won't she won't win an Oscar. Like it like because she's not just gonna do one role out of a box thing. It's like Eddie Murphy in Dreamgirls. 
He yep. was nominated for Oscar, but he didn't win an Oscar because, because he's Eddie Murphy. people were like, oh, isn't that the guy that was just in Norbit? Oh. Yeah. The Nutty Professor to the Clumps? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Ghost House? Yeah. Whereas, <laughs> you know, Ghost Ghost Dad? Wait, no, that's Bill Cosby. Oh. No, Ghost. He did Haunted House or something. Disney's Haunted House. But he also did Daddy Daycare. Daddy Daycare. Yeah. Which is fun. But like Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, yeah. It's just Harry Potter. Well, all of them. Like, he did Equus. Like, all of them. He did Equus, which yeah. is incredible on the stage, but he's still Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, and, like, Emma Watson's always going to be Hermione, even though I think she, like, is a very good actress. Yeah, but the thing, she's moving away from acting and more into the other stuff. Yeah. The social responsibility stuff. I'm losing my words now. Yeah. Um, it's just a tough... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just like, I don't know how to... We equally at Two Drink Cinema will view comedic actress, actrix just as well as drama... Drama actrixes. actrixes. Okay, like, well, here's an example. You could show me Get Out as a mm-hmm. horror movie, Yeah. right? Uh, not knowing anything about it. But then when you tell me it's by the guy from Key and Peele, yeah. I view it differently. Like yes. I didn't when I first heard of Get Out, and heard that it was written by Jordan Jordan Peele. Peele I didn't think, oh, horror movie, but it no. is. Yeah, 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 and it's good. Yeah, but you view it differently because it's written by Jordan Peele, the guy from Key and Peele. Mm. And yeah, so that makes it hard to view things. Like yeah, Brian Cranston. Yeah. Um, so, well, if you think of like Tom Hanks, yep, and what was he doing in the eighties, like Bachelor Bachelor Party and The Burbs and yeah. Turner and Hooch, yep, and Michael Keaton did Multiplicity, yeah. People when Batman he was announced as cast as Batman, there were petitions to make it not him because they were mm. like, we don't want the guy that's done just done Multiplicity, yeah, to be Batman, yeah, and he was very good, mm. um. Listeners, you can go back and listen to our Batman ranking episode to realise how good I think he is. I think I ranked him number one. Yeah. And Brett doesn't even like him. Did I? And I don't know. Yeah, I'm We've done sure so I did. many episodes. But, yeah, people go, oh, he's an he's a comedy actor. I don't want to see him as a Batman. Yeah. And, but then, you know, the reverse. If you put Christian Bale in a comedy, oh, God, people are going to go, oh, what's going on there? Yeah. So it doesn't make sense. But then you get – but I think if you're in the lighter genres, like Chris Hemsworth's Thor can be Chris Hemsworth in the Lady Ghostbusters. Right. Because you don't – like if Chris Hemsworth was drama, 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 yeah, and then in the funny women Ghostbusters, it's a harder transition for the audience to make mm. from Thor to that. Or he right. was in the remake of Lampoon's Vacation as yeah. comedy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I think it goes back to, like, people want to see... It's like, if you think of some of the people we've talked about, like, I want to see a Jim Carrey movie. You think it's going to be, like, a kind of liar, liar, stupid comedy? The Riddler, yeah. Yeah, or, like, an Adam Sandler. Yep. Was always a thing, and then last year he did this uncut gems, which is apparently amazing. Or he did like 
Spanglish is even more like serious comedy. Yeah. 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 And it was just like, oh, but it's Adam Sandler. Never going to take him seriously. Yeah. But, and then, but then some of them do it well. Like Jim Carrey, The Truman Show mm. is a funny drama. Yeah. It's like he, it's was probably like, it's, he's more of his dramatic performance than any, most of his other stuff that yeah. he's known for. But then he also. But there's still like Jim Carrey comedy in it. Yes. But he then. He shows his acting chops in the biopic that I've gone blank on. The Man on the Moon. Yeah. The Andy Kaufman the one. The Andy Kaufman one. That That's really showing his acting chops. Yeah. And if you listen to him speaking since he's kind of stopped acting, yeah. doing the comedy acting, he's a very serious person and he's got very deep ideas on a lot of things. But he just... Did the cable guy in Ace Ventura and people like, well, that's Jim Carrey now. Yes. Yeah. And so then he is the Riddler and he does them all very well. Yeah. But it doesn't leave him then the scope to be able to go, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be Hamlet. Yeah. Like he's never going to be Hamlet. No. He'd probably nail it. He could. But he's never going to be. I probably won't see it. But then I'm just proving my own point, aren't yeah. I? Yeah. You're going Jim Carrey as Hamlet. Yeah. Well, it's Aww. like the cast of Friends. Yeah. Right? Nobody from Friends will, like, ever go into be taken seriously in fully dramatic roles. No. The closest one is Jennifer Aniston in Morning Wars. Yeah. On Apple TV+. Plus. Um, <clears throat> actually, but- it's like Will and Grace, right? Yeah. You think of Will and Grace... Some of the best acting in, in Will and Grace is the dramatic bits. Like there's bits yeah, later yeah. on, well, probably like almost every season they have an argument. Yeah. But like later on in the series. They're a redhead. They have like gay, of course, have arguments. They have like a full argument falling out yep. epicness. Yeah. That is just like oh wow. Well, but then like someone's maybe it was you that was like I wasn't like mm, Jason Sudeikis, mm-mm. but Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso as well. Like, not, but it's not the drama bits. His acting, his comedic acting, because it's timing, because yes. it's working with the person opposite yeah. you, it's hitting the right notes of the rhythm of the lines, all of that. Mm. But then there is the drama bits, and that's what I'm realizing with my TV tastes now. As much as I love Seinfeld. What yep. I want to watch now is not in a tight box. Yeah. I don't want to watch a 22-minute sitcom now, which is why I haven't watched any Modern Family. Yes. And I'll probably never watch any Big Bang Theory. I'm no. sure it's got funny jokes in it. I think um, if you've seen one episode of Big Bang Theory, yeah. you've seen all of them. Nerd joke, nerd joke, hot girl joke, nerd joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, canned laughter. I don't want that little narrow box. Ted Lasso is hilarious. Yeah. And like Ted Lasso and what else have I watched recently? Hacks. Uh, Hacks and stuff I was watching like last year. I have laughed and gasped and cried, atypical, Mm. in the one episode. Yeah. And you won't ever do that on a 22-minute sitcom. Mm. And I think that with the amount of money that's going into TV 
now mm-hmm. and the production values that are going into TV. Yeah. I am enjoying seeing more of those deeper, less confined into a genre shows. Yeah. Like you would say Ted Lasso's a comedy, mm. but I cried as much watching Ted Lasso as I do watching dramas. Yeah. I'm a crier. Yes. We know this. Yeah. And the things that happen to Ted Lasso are to do with family, which are my crier triggers. Yeah, trigger number one. Which I was saying the other day makes no sense because we had a very good upbringing. Yeah. We like, have a very good yeah. family. It's not like, oh, family, I never had that. Yeah. So I don't know why the Google ad where the girl plays football <laughs> and her dad loves it makes me cry. Oh. Because dad did take us to Auskick. Yeah. And dad always took us to our sporting events. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, he might not have got out of the car, but he but was like, watching. When Dad, when we said, let's have a go at tennis, Dad said yes. Yeah. And Dad was um, there, so I don't know why that ad makes I me don't cry. Know. It's a good ad. And I could always afford to buy my mum a chocolate block, so I don't know why that yeah. ad where oh. the boy pays for a chocolate block with a button makes me cry, but it yeah. does. Um, yeah. <laughs> Humans have emotions and people I are cry. complex. That's why anybody can act whatever they want. Um, I actually posted on some Facebook group because they shared this poster of the the Diana Spencer movie. Yep. Um, and people were like, oh, it's amazing. I can't wait to see it. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like she's getting Oscar buzzed. Uh, and I was like, I am so skeptical. I will believe it when I see it. Yep. Um, not to go back to Christian Stewart bashing again. But like, I don't know. I just I don't know. So here's another. I just this just popped into my head. Eric Banner. He's oh, crossed yeah, all yeah. sorts of lines. Yeah, like he's been. Like, he was in the castle. Full frontal. In the yeah, castle. Yeah. Full frontal. Chopper. Troy. The Hulk. The Hulk. Munich. Munich. Yeah. Spanglish. Was he Spanglish? I or don't know. Funny People with Adam Sandler. I can't. Where I'm, he played the Aussie guy that was really into. And killed a football club, so oh, he played Eric so, Banner. Yeah, he played Eric Banner. <laughs> but like, and then he has that cameo in Kath and Kim, and he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, there are actors that can do it. Brad Pitt has done it. I think Brad Pitt would have done it more if he wasn't so good looking. Like he would have been taken more seriously. Yes. Yeah. Like. You do Fight Club. Fight Club is an amazing acting performance by both Edward Norton and and Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt and, and Helena Bottom Carter and Meatloaf's tits. And but then he does Troy. And yeah. my only memory of Troy is him lying naked in the tent. Like yeah, that's just like that's Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then he's on Friends, like he's a semi regular for a little bit on Friends, and he's yeah, funny yeah. in a sitcom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's doable. Yeah. It just takes some nous and some... You kind of have to have some weight behind you. Like, I don't think Melissa McCarthy five or more years ago could have done Nine Perfect Strangers and gotten away with it. No. She couldn't have done it within the two or three years after Bridesmaids. No, no, no. But she can do it now because she's got some... I don't want to say weight... Because I don't yeah, think okay, I know what you mean. Some yeah. gravitas yes. behind her as an actress. Yeah. Um and so 
I think it takes a bit of that to do it. Yeah. So there's two drink cinemas <laughs> discussion of acting. Discussion of acting and the flaws within Hollywood. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Join our Facebook group and, and have a discussion about it. Jeez. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese.